Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. This is Professor Allen from the Quarterbin Podcast, and you're listening to Two Dudes and an NES. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Oh, not much. I'm just super excited for this TMNT2 episode. I know. I think all of our D-patters are as well. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're super excited. So how's it going, Rob? Uh, Josh? Okay. So this isn't going to be the TMNT <laughs> no, episode. No, this is not the TMNT 2 episode. Sorry, people. So we love those guys over there, but scheduling uh, problems abound. And this is going to have to be on hold for a while, maybe. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep trying. Eventually you'll get a TMNT2 episode. So. I think all the listeners are enjoying the same music after every show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. At least they get to listen to cool music after every show. It is good music. But speaking of good music, the game we're talking about this week... Also, Castlevania, really good music, yeah, mm, yeah. It's a deep pattern pick, or not a deep pattern pick, a Patreon pick. Mm-hmm. I want to say, I want to say it was Ivan, but uh, I'm not 100 percent on that. Ivan sounds like a name that would really like Transylvania. Castlevania, yeah, like a, that, Ivan almost sounds like a Castlevania character name. It does, doesn't it? Ivan the Great. <laughs> so I think it was Ivan. Uh, if it wasn't Ivan, then it was somebody else. Yeah. And we I want it to be Ivan, though. I think we it, want it to be Ivan. I would like it to be Ivan, yeah. So we're going to talk about Casper today. First, let's just get some chit-chat out of the way. We were talking yeah. before the show, and we said, you know what, we better just save it for the show. Give give some extra content, you know. Mm-hmm. Namely, uh, last night, Yeah. yeah, we had another big Tennessee... Fiasco. Big Tennessee Vols game. Yeah. I mean, we just keep going. It was the Arkansas down. game, by the way, for anybody. Arkansas Arkansas in 2015, for those people that are listening to this in, like, 2017. Yeah, yeah. So, again, a lead blown. Because we were up 14 to nothing last night. Yeah, well, at least, to look on the bright side, at least we blew the lead in the first half instead of the second half. That's true. That's true. We're at least... We're easing the fans into it a little better than just an abrupt collapse in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It looks, you know, like I was telling you before the start of the show, the, the season is now looking bleak because we got Georgia, who's now going to be angry because they just got blown out by Alabama. And then after Georgia, we have Alabama, which there's no hope of beating Alabama. <laughs> Yep. And then Kentucky, which is a pretty not-too-shabby team this year. So basically, like I was telling you before, we have we have to beat... I think we got one more pansy on the schedule. So there's one. And then you've got... If you look at the four worst teams besides the pansy, you've got Kentucky, South Carolina, Vanderbilt... 
and well I guess Missouri you'd have to throw in there but we're not going to beat Missouri so let's let's take them out you got to win the Pansy and the Kentucky South Carolina Vanderbilt game and can we do that in order to make it to the bowl game or do we want to do that we don't want to do that we want to just cut the cord get rid of cable mm-hmm. quit watching TV yeah that was another discussion we were having <laughs> about getting rid of cable because one of the main reasons I like to keep cable is to watch sports, and all my sports teams are terrible this year, so it just makes me angry, so it's probably just best. Best just cut the cord. Yeah. I'm pretty Welcome sure... Welcome to the NCAA football podcast. Yeah. Where we also talk about getting rid of nasty cable. Well, I, you know, the only thing is, is what other shows we watch, and... Uh, we do watch a few shows. House Hunters International. Hey, don't knock it, man. It's a good <laughs> show, actually. Hey, if, if my wife wasn't so addicted to MTV, we would probably get rid of cable. MTV, really? She loves it. Like, everything that comes on it. Teen now, Mom. Now, Felicia, Felicia likes Teen Mom. And I'll admit, Teen Mom's not bad. It's, and you know, it's tough. Be, before, before, like, when Felicia would watch it, and I never watched it, I would be like... That that show's got to be garbage. Like it's not. It, first of all, it's MTV, and MTV sucks now, and it's just you know exploiting teenagers. Well, then like I kind of went through this thing where I started really liking Dr. Drew, and he's like a producer of the show. Mm-hmm. And I've read some of his books, and like you know, I'm like, well, he, you know, I like Dr. Drew. So then I watched the episode, no few episodes with Felicia, and it's actually it doesn't. I don't think it shows like this is glamorable at all. I think it actually shows that uh, if anybody's out there watching and sees the show, I think it makes them think this is not <laughs> a good thing. Because mm-hmm. pretty much nothing that's going on on the show is glamorable about being a teen mom. It's like all trouble and, you know, split up families and dealing with this and that. It's, it's, a, it's a good show. It's pretty good. It's all right. Yeah. Dr. Drew, you know, he's on there. Yeah. I'm not <clears> sure <throat> if I'm a huge Dr. Drew fan either, but, you know. Why? Sorry. I don't know. He's all right. He's all right. I like him when he's on with Adam Carolla. It's, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, too. I don't like his HLN show because it's just like any other news show, which is just like, let's bring on the panel and have a four or five people just scream and argue at each, with each other for, you know. It, 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 it turns into a lot of, can I finish? Can I finish, please? <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? What is that for? Uh, South Park, I think. Oh. Can I finish? Can I finish? Yeah. No, I'm thinking of. uh, Ah, it doesn't matter. I I think mine's Dana Carvey. I think. Anyways, I thought. Well, well, the South Park one is is got the guy uh, Stan's dad with his pants falling down or something, right? Is he the one that says it? Because that's when he's saying, uh, I thought this was America. Oh, yeah, he does does do that, too. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the can I finish was, like, from the movie with the Canadians. That was something the Canadians said on the news broadcast they were watching. I don't know. Okay, yeah, we're terrible at this. Good thing this isn't a television podcast. This would be the worst. (laughs) We go from Teen Mom to South Park and we can't remember anything. Yeah, so how about uh, about the wedding? I want to hear about the wedding. That you went to last night. I went to a wedding last night, yeah. It was good. Yeah? It's very good. I enjoyed it. Way better than watching the first half of the football game. Yeah. I only caught mm-hmm. the second half. But, you know, it's good. You know, dancing, partying. A little bit of drinking. Yeah. Not a lot. Dancing's fun at weddings. I enjoy weddings. That's really the only time I ever dance. Because I really don't mm-hmm. like dancing. But mm-hmm. get get me in a wedding scenario, get a, a beer or two in me, and, you know... The feet start getting a little loose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty much at all of our weddings, we've had some pretty intense dancing at some point. Mm-hmm. I can remember both yours and mine. There was some pretty d- intense dancing. Mm-hmm. And John's. There was some good dancing in John's. Yeah. Oh, we could tell some good stories about the, the weddings. Our weddings. Maybe we'll save that for, a, for another episode. Maybe a Patreon yeah. exclusive. Michael yeah, and that would have wedding to be <laughs> another Patreon exclusive because that might get a little raunchy. Get, get a little raunchy, yeah. All right. So, you want to talk about Castlevania? Yeah, sure. You got any history for us? Sure. 
So Castlevania is a Konami game. Yes. Another Konami game. Love Konami. Well, you know, if we were going to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, which is a Konami game. But uh, since we can't talk about that, we'll just talk about another Konami game. Another That's classic cool. Konami game. So this is a game that uh, was released in Japan on the Famicom in September 1986. And it did so well in Japan that they decided to release it in North America and uh, for the NES in 1987. And then was then released in Europe in 1988. This poor European. <laughs> they almost got the, everything way late, didn't they? I know, I know. One of the uh, aspects that people really love about this game and talk about on this game is the music. And that producer or composer of the music was Kinuyo Yamashita. Yamashita. Um, and I was looking up like what he's done outside of this game, and there's not really that much notable games. I mean, I'm sure Aaron Hickman's played all of them, but um, I didn't. I didn't really recognize many of the games on there. So this is one of them. he did the Buffy of the Vampire Slayers. Games. Oh, yeah? Anyway, yeah. If anybody's ever played those. So, um, so it was developed by Konami under the original title. I'm going to go for the Japanese word here Akumajo Dracula. And then, like I said, due to its success, brought over to the NES. And it was released, it's coincided, it, the release coincided with the 90th anniversary of Bram Stoker's Bram Stroker's Dracula. Bram Stroker's pretty... Dracula. <laughs> That's a completely <laughs> different guy. Bram Stoker. What? Isn't it Bram Stoker? You mean <laughs> Bram Stoker. Sorry. Yeah. Bram Stoker. <laughs> That's a different guy entirely. That's the guy yeah, you don't want to hang yeah. out with. Always coming yeah. up and rubbing your arm and stuff. Rubbing, yeah. <laughs> He's rubbing you. Quit. Hey, that reminds me of a roommate we used to have. Oh, Hansy. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. He's anyway. from what I know, he's doing he's doing very well. Yeah, I think he has a child now. Anyway, oh, well then, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Okay, so then it was developed for the MSX2, and it was released in Europe as under Vampire Killer. Now there were some unused sprites. There was, there was obviously differences between each version. One of the things that the MSX2 had, or a couple of things, there was a Bible that you could use in the game. And then there was some bonus items that you could get. And you could get the, uh, I don't know how to say this, the Konami brand M-O-A-I head. What is that? You know how to say that? M-O-I? M-O-I? I don't know. Beats me. Hmm. Okay. I'd have to see it. And uh, uh, another bonus of items was possibly a basket of kittens or puppies. I don't know what you would use that for. Basket of kittens, yeah. Use it as distractions. Send the mummies after after the kittens. Vampires really, or uh, mummies really like kittens so they're they like do. get distracted the mummy. the Ooh, do, yeah. kitten oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny if in the game you put you put the kittens down and they just go oh <laughs> the mummy's like oh <laughs> so great. it's been ported many different times it's been ported obviously as some greatest hits games it was actually ported to some uh, to the computer by Konama, Konami, and a collector series for uh, that involved both Castlevania and Contra. That'd be a pretty good collector series. Mm, yeah, and has been received as one of the best NES games of all time. Um, now, uh, Nintendo Power ranked it 22nd in its top 200 games, and IGN ranked it 19th in their top 100. Um, NES games. You think that's too high, too low? We'll get into that. I think, uh, well, we'll get into it. I think it's too high, okay. personally. But... Okay, okay. 
Alright, so that's about it. So did you uh, have this game? I or did not did you go on a big quest to buy <clears> this game. I did not have this game as a kid. Surprisingly enough, this is a very popular game that everybody seemed to have, but I just never had it as a kid. So I don't really have I didn't the, either. I don't really have the nostalgia glasses for it. Um, mm-hmm. I did pick it up way back when I first started recollecting NES games. Um, mm-hmm. I think I picked it up at the Sweetwater Flea Market. Nice. Did you back eat your corn like, dog while you were there? No, I don't eat those corn dogs. Oh man, those corn dogs are awesome. I'm just kidding. I, I don't like corn dogs in general, so oh, I'm sure I would have loved their corn dogs if I like corn dogs. Corn dogs, ranking corn dogs. I would give Sweetwater Flea Market the number one spot. Wow. Yeah. Wow, even better exactly. than like Sonic or something. Well, Sonic's I don't like. I don't think Sonic's corn dogs are very good. I only buy Sonic corn dogs when they're like fifty cents. Okay. Uh, right. Fifty cent corn dog night. Um, I would rank Flea Market number one, the Fair number two. Which Fair? Knoxville. The fair? Tennessee Valley Fair. Yeah. Tennessee Valley. Okay. And Denton's is a close three. Denton's is the best like fast food. Okay. Okay. But number cool. one is the Sweetwater Flea Market. Yes, absolutely. Now, now whenever I. Uh... And for people, by the way, for people who know Sweetwater is a town of about fifty people, but they have <laughs> they have a flea market and and Walmart now. And wow, when they get a Walmart? I know I, Sweetwater's moving on up. So oh. I was talking to my dad because you know I'm thinking about moving down, or we are going to be moving down to that area uh, where you're closer to you, and um, which Sweetwater's closer to where Michael lives and where I live now. It's like a three hour drive from where I live now, but it's about 45 um, minutes from my house now. Yeah. And, uh, he was talking about Sweetwater has a Walmart now. Apparently Sweetwater's kind of moving on up. Wow. Just taking over Loudon, which is kind of the neighbor neighboring town there. Yeah. Loudon's not, they just don't want to move up. They'd rather just either go down or stay steady. I think. Yeah, we get a fast food restaurant about every ten years. Yeah, in life. Like we just got a Bojangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten years prior to that, we got a Taco Bell KFC, and that was that was good times. And then ten years prior to that was really big times because we got the McDonald's and the Wendy's at the same time. Yeah. And people went nuts. That was crazy. It's like yeah. nineteen. I say two thousand. Wait, like nineteen ninety five. I think we got the McDonald's and the Wendy's. Hmm. And then about 2005, we got to talk about KFC. Yeah. And then just maybe last year, we get the Bojangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Back That's to Castlevania. Sorry. That's why I moved to Lower City. Which has a lot, like a lot of restaurant options in Lower City. Yeah. Though. Got a lot of stuff. I mean, I, we can't cook. We don't know how to cook, so. You don't know how to cook? No. I mean, I can mix a few things. I saw you were using Blue Apron for a while. That's terrible. Do we want to get into Blue Apron? It's it's not good. I've just heard it advertised on like okay, the Adam me, Carolla show. Let me bash it before people start using it. <laughs> I mean, they, they need to be warned, okay? So i got to tell you my three-week Blue Apron experience. Oh, gosh. Okay, so Blue Apron is a service mm-hmm. where you can sign up, and then they send you a box of food. Each week, they send you a box of food with three meals in it, and you cook the meals yourself right mm-hmm. alright so we signed up first week we get this giant box of food we unpack everything it all looks good we make our meals three nights right and two out of three nights they were amazing meals they were really really good and it was fun to make them everything was great okay right so we're like yes this blue apron is it's the bee's knees you know mm-hmm. we're uh, and we're bragging about it to everybody and everybody's like oh yeah maybe we should try it okay so week two right Okay. Week, week two, we get all of our meals, and it kind of, it, they all come to us. We make do the same thing, make them again, and Amber hated all three of them. They, she said they were all disgusting, uh-huh. and, and I hated two out of three of them and just found the third one to be me. Okay. 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 All right. So mm-hmm. after week two, we're thinking, maybe this is a bad idea, but we're going to go, we're going to go on into week three, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so week three is rolling around. And before, let me preface this, before we go into week three, when you sign up, you sign up for either vegetarian or not vegetarian, right? Mm-hmm. So the vegetarian, they don't ever send you meat. And then obviously not the meat option. They send, they're supposed to send you meat each week, right? As part of your meals. So if week yeah. three rolls around, okay, box comes. We open it up. No meat, first of all. <laughs> no meat. So I'm staring at a box, and I'm not getting any meat for the entire week. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's in, bad. In my, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm not getting meat this week. What am I going to do? Yeah, you're going to go through withdrawals. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first thing. Second thing is, as we're, as we're unpacking it, there's like smashed tomatoes and like rotten potatoes in there. And just, like the food is <laughs> <laughs> just in terrible shape. So we unpack it all and I lay it all out on the counter and like half of it's rotten. There's no meat. And I say, we're done. We can't, we can't do this anymore. So I actually so they, took a, I took a picture of the stuff laid out on the counter, all the rotten food and stuff and sent it to Blue Apron and said, we can't do this anymore. We're done. And I want a refund for this last week because half of our food is rotten. And to their, you know, to their credit, they were very kind. They said, okay, well, we won't send you next week's um, and we'll, we will refund you for this week. And, um, you know, hopefully one day you'll decide to come back. That's what they said. So, so they pulled the old bait and switch with you. They got the, they got you in with the first week. Yep, that's exactly what they did. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, that's, it's their third week. Just send them garbage. That's <laughs> yeah. those potatoes we're going to throw away. Just go ahead and send the dozen in the box. <laughs> All the third week people get that stuff, you know. <laughs> Third week on, they just start sending you stuff that well, they no, can't. I, I imagine that the fourth week, they bring it back to first week status, right? Oh, okay. Because yeah. third week's when most people are thinking they can't do it anymore. They're like, oh, okay. And then once they bring it back to a good status on the fourth week, people think, oh, okay, well, maybe last week was just a fluke. And then come week seven, they're at it again. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, a good, that's a funny story. Okay. Well... I guess we can go back to Castlevania now. What was I saying? I got it from the flea market. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, flea coins. market. Um, yeah, so I picked up the flea market. It's been, uh, I want to say that was like 10 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe not 10 years ago. Maybe six or seven years ago. But, you know, I, I've had it for a while. You know, um, I blame the retro junkies in general for this. But, Which part? Uh, the Blue Apron? No. <laughs> yes, I blame the Retro Junkies for Blue Apron, first of all. And second of all, I blame them for... And this is not a this is not a bad blame. This is a good blame. The market for retro games seems to be really going up. Like, the prices of games. Like, you probably paid for Castlevania ten years ago. Probably ten bucks. I'm no, gonna ten years ago, I paid like... I remember, I paid like three dollars for it yeah and now we'll get into the price later but it's much it's much more costly Mm. so i didn't get this game this week i played demo version because it was a little bit pricey for a game that i didn't really know if i would like or not because surprise surprise i never actually played this game Mm. um however i do have castlevania 2 yeah. Thanks to someone via the junk box. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway. Speaking of the so junk now box. now we can talk about the game. No, we can't talk about the game yet. I gotta talk about the junk box. Junk box tangent. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. It's now back in my possession, and I'm ramping up uh-huh. for round two. I'm trying to get, I'm sticking my feelers out there, see if we want to keep it Patreon exclusive, or allow some other people in maybe some honorary dudes only or something I don't know I'm getting my feelers out there and, and I'm prepping the next box so it's it's coming sweet yeah yeah the last time so when I had it um I picked out a couple things put a couple you know I put uh, I pretty much went one for one so if I took out a game I put a game in just mm-hmm. you know okay and then Leah, my daughter, had to have this little car with Luigi in it. It was like a Mario Kart, but it was like a Hot Wheel, you know? Uh-huh. She just had to have it. Like, because the minute I, you know, she just had to have it from the minute she saw it. So, she got that. Nice. All right. I like that. So, whoever added that, Leah, thanks. 
Yes. Okay, so we can, okay, we can so, talk about Castlevania now if you want to. Yeah. Alright, so what did you so, think, having never played it? I thought it was a good game. I, I, I didn't really have any complaints. You know, everybody talks about this game being so good, and a lot of people talk about this game being difficult. I would agree with the difficult part, by far. Uh, I thought it was a pretty difficult game. It's not Ghosts and Goblins difficult, but it's difficult. But, you know, I thought it was a good game. Maybe not one of the all-time any best NES games like some people claim it to be. But uh, Yeah, we're going to make a lot of D-Patters cool mad aspect. on this episode, I think. Any D-Patter that's got the nostalgia glasses is probably not going to be happy with us this episode. Because neither of us had those, right? Right. So we didn't grow up playing this. We played this game after we played a ton of other games, right? Yeah. So, well, I don't want it to sound like I didn't like the game. I, I think the game is good. I think I didn't think that the, it was a bad game. Yeah, I I'm think just, the game. I, I think it's really it good. In, I mean, I think it's really yeah. good. It's just I wouldn't put it in my top ten. Right, I would not either. I mean, is it in the top fifty? Oh yeah, definitely in the top fifty. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's just so many good games on the NES. It's hard. To, I mean, right. and the the cool thing about Castlevania though is it was one of the first, right? So you got to give it the credit there. It was right. among the oh, first yeah. NES games. So, and basically throughout your lifetime after playing Castlevania, it's one of those games where you say, "Oh, for every other game, you say, oh, this is like Castlevania." So it's right. got that going for it. So Castlevania comes mm-hmm. up in conversation when you talk about other games all the time. You know. Right. The, uh, I, 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 go ahead. I, yeah, I mean, I think that as a uh, originator, or a, it, it definitely has the original aspect. It's not copying anything, because it, it brought, I mean, pretty much a whole genre. There's a lot of games. You know, one game that I could compare this to that we recently played, which was also a game that I never played, which I won't get into which one I thought was better, but... Rygar, just because I guess the whip, mm. I could compare it to. Of course, Rygar came much later than Castlevania, but um, you know, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good game. I thought the graphics were great. I thought the backgrounds were were awesome for it, especially for its time, being one of the early NES games. Yeah, the background, the level designs, the well, not the level design, but the backgrounds and the castle itself, I thought were really cool. I did have a little bit of a gripe to pick with the castle, and maybe this is just my engineering background, but whoever designed this castle is an idiot. Yeah. There's just, like, <laughs> things jutting out of the wall that you jump on, and, like, stairs leading up into basically nowhere sometimes. And, mm-hmm. and then just, like, your stairs in the middle of the floor sometimes. Yeah, it's just it makes no sense. So yeah. whoever whoever engineered this castle is an idiot. Yeah. But other Dra- Dracula's architect and engineering crew is uh, should be ashamed. They should. They should be ashamed. Unless they were going for uh, really hard platforming, in which I guess it's smart. Yeah. Well, I guess you know maybe uh, when Dracula had a mate build it, he was like, well, eventually somebody's going to try to come kill me. Right. Okay, go. so right. we need to make this a pretty tough place to to uh, to navigate. navigate. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Then, then never mind. They did, they did a good job. I just don't like it. Yeah, that was Dracula's foreseeing the future. Part of what makes this game so difficult for me is, and I like your Rygar comparison, but I'm going to add another comparison, and that is Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Gaiden. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, I'm going to add that comparison. Last time we had this argument, we ended up on the American Gladiator set, so let's just... Let's just stop. Yeah. Okay, you're right, <laughs> you're right, we better stop. Uh, but I, I compare it to that because it's got a similar platforming to mm-hmm. it, and it's got the same frustrating knockback mm-hmm. that I just cannot stand. That You get hit and you go flying back, and normally you go flying back just far enough to fall in a hole. Yeah. And die. And I like... One thing that I did like about this game is it creates with your special... So you've got the the whip, which I guess is supposed to be rosary beads. I read that somewhere. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought it was just I didn't whip. know that either. But, well, on the cover, it's a whip. Okay. 
which I that's another thing we can talk about in a minute. The box art I think is pretty cool, but the uh, on the cover it looks like a whip, but I read somewhere that it was really three feet. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's a whip. It's a whip. I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with whip. Uh, my favorite uh, secret item was the nene. And the, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the stanky leg. My favorite <laughs> myself. Oh my gosh! You know, I can't even tell you how many times I've heard that song because Leo loves it. It's a kid thing, I it guess. Just, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, kids love it. And she she can do it the whole dance, and she loves it. And she always comes up to me and says, "Cause you know I have Spotify on my computer, and I've always got my computer with me and and working on stuff." And she's like, "You play the Nay Nay song, Whip Nay Nay song." <laughs> That's so. funny. Anyway, Good old what I did like about this game is, so you get the hearts, right? Uh-huh. And the special things that you get to use, like the holy water, crosses, whatever, you have to judicially use because judiciously. the hearts, <laughs> <sighs> the, the hearts um, will go down each time mm-hmm. you use it. Yeah, they're like ammo. Right. So I thought that that was pretty, pretty a cool aspect about it. Yeah, I, th- I thought I liked that aspect. I like that you have special items and you collect, you kind of collect ammo for those special items. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. I don't like the fact that it's hearts. Because for me, conditioning me for, from every other game I've ever played, hearts is life, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's no longer life, it's ammo, and it just, it just throws me off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I do, I do like I like the, I like the special item aspect. I like the variety of special items too. There's quite a bit of variety in them, and the way that they're oh, thrown yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the cross is a boomerang. Mm-hmm. Poor poor That's Matthew. Every time my... <laughs> every time I think about Matthew, when I see a boomerang. Uh. I'm Go back and listen to the Christmas episode, everybody, if you want to hear the boomerang story. Yeah. We've told that story on two different podcasts, two different it, Christmas episodes. It's a good story. It's a good story. Matthew has some very, um, oh, just heartwarming Christmas stories. Yes, yes. In fact, I would recommend, instead of going back and listening to our Christmas story, Go some go back somewhere on the internet and find Retro Thought Pod Christmas episode, and you'll get some really good Matthew stories there. They're really funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be our favorite Christmas stories, <laughs> yeah. and then all of his were just sad and like <laughs> depressing. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm a little disappointed here, though. Now that we're talking about the gameplay. We're, I mean, we're good 10, 10 minutes into the gameplay discussion, and I haven't heard anything about a manual. Oh, you mean this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for the perfect opportunity. Oh, okay, okay. The creatures. Yeah. All right, I, let me go back to the beginning. Here we go. <clears throat> let me get my good, let me get my announcer voice. <clears throat> Good evening. <laughs> Step into the shadows of the deadliest dwelling on Earth. You've arrived at Castlevania, and you're here on business. Making money. That's right. To destroy forever the curse of the evil count. Unfortunately, everybody's home this evening. Bats, ghosts, every kind of creature you can imagine. You'll find them all over the place. If they don't find you first. Because you've got you you've got to get through six monstrous floors before you even meet up with the master of the house. Your magic mm-hmm. whip will help, and you'll probably find a weapon or two along the way. But once you make it to the tower, you can count on a duel to the death. The count has waited one hundred years for a rematch. He's ready. Are you? <laughs> I like the hundred years for a rematch. It's on. I'll see you in a hundred years. <laughs> a rematch with who? I mean, yeah. your guy's obviously not... This, I mean, your guy's a human, so he's not lived for a hundred years. It's his family, right? The Belmont family. Right, the Belmonts, yeah. 
Uh, that's funny. Uh, now, here's a screen full of creatures, right? And mm. I really like... That's one thing I love about this game, is it mm. takes pretty much every horror creature that you can think of and crams them in this game. It's got bats, it's got the Grim Reaper, it's got mummies, Frankenstein, it's got everybody. Skeletons. Now, one of the aspects that I really like about the game is that the skeleton throws bones at you. It's like, But it doesn't seem to be its own bones because it seems to have still all of its bones. Yeah, you'd think he'd eventually run out if he's throwing his own bones. Yeah, you look at, even looking at this picture, he's rearing one back right there. Yeah, I like it. But I just think it's cool. This is a very fitting game for October, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. Halloween. Halloween. Good job. Good job, Ivan, if that was you that recommended it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's the mummy, and the mummy also throws his tissue at you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's his tissue that he uses uh, when he starts crying about not seeing enough kittens. Yeah. Where are the kittens as he throws each piece of tissue? <clears throat> yeah, uh, and then the Grim Reaper, which I, I like the Grim Reaper. He kind of reminds me, I don't know why, but he kind of reminds me of the Bill and Ted's uh, Bogus Journey Grim Reaper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know why. I just Maybe just because I haven't seen that movie in a while and I've been kind of itching to see it again. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. <clears throat> All right, so let's see weapons. Um, maybe you're thinking of the Morning Star is kind of looking like Rosary, although the Morning Star is a it's basically a whip with a mace on the end, right? Maybe I don't know. Well, maybe I I wasn't thinking that it's something that I read somewhere, so it was probably just the website was wrong. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Um, I like how they called the cross a boomerang. So still teetering on that, not wanting to get too... Well, they've got the cross there too, but the boomerang, which I thought was a cross, but I guess it's a boomerang. Yeah, well, it's a cross-shaped boomerang. Yeah. The cross actually destroys everybody on the screen when you get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what was your favorite weapon while we're on the weapon screen here? Boomerang, man. Yeah, I, I know. It's so good. Because yeah. it hits them twice. It goes through them and then comes back. Right. And what's yeah. cool is Castlevania games have basically used these weapons in every Castlevania game. Yeah. yeah. At least every one that I've played. You use the same weapons every time. So you, when you play another Castlevania game, you really already know kind of what you're, what to expect. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I like I like the weapons. But yeah, the boomerang to me is my favorite as well. Um, then there's money. Mm-hmm. Gives you free points. And a pork chop. <laughs> the, the pork chop looks like mutton. Yeah, it does kind of look like mutton. Have you ever eaten mutton? Nope. I've never had I mutton. I haven't either. I, see, I feel like there's more talk about mutton than there is actually eating mutton. Yeah. The consumption of mutton to the mutton talk is... is it's not a good ratio, I feel no. like. I feel you, like I've we, spent a good amount like of time talking about mutton. Ratio. Yeah, you'd like to have a good one-to-one ratio for consumption to chatter. Mm-hmm. But uh, mutton, that ratio is just not just not there. Yeah, everybody talks about mutton, but I have never even seen mutton. <clears throat> I feel like the same thing happens with mead. Mm-hmm. You know? Not a lot of people drink mead, but I hear a lot of people talk about mead. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So have you ever had mead? No, I haven't. It's okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's alright <clears throat> I'd rather just have like a beer a cold yeah. beer instead of hot mead yeah anyways uh, that's pretty much it for the manual there's not a whole lot left to it it's, there's a little map of the castle which I like the map it's like the most rudimentary map we can give you it looks like my map like if I were to draw a map mm-hmm. uh, that looks like what I would draw except it looks like what I would draw too, except I wouldn't have like the castle drawn in. I just have like the squares and the arrows. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like the squares. Now, see, this kind of this kind of looks like future Castlevania games because future Castlevanias, which the Metroidvania genre, where you can explore the castle uh-huh. at your will, you know, um, instead of just level to level. Like this game's just level to level, right? It's not a it's not a Metroidvania game. You can't go back to the very beginning and, and search it again, right? So you just kind of go level to level to level in this one. So 
But in future Castlevania games, you get a map like this, and you can just explore the whole thing. Right? Right. So, <clears throat> it kind of harkens to that. It can't say harkens back. Harkens forward? Yeah. It's the original. It gave somebody the idea. Speaking of Metroidvania, you want to give a little shout-out for that? Uh, yeah. I have another show. It's called Metroidvania Mayhem. And we tried to, in the beginning, we said we're going to do month by month, one episode each month, no matter what. And then, here lately, we've not done that. Train? Train is here! (laughs) The train is Uh, back. Yep. The train is here to drop off Metroidvania Mayhem for a moment. Uh My podcast, my other podcast with Nick Stevens of Genesis Gems. How many episodes have y'all got now? Five or six, I think. Yeah, okay. We started at the beginning of this year, basically. Uh um, We've recorded like five or six episodes. Try to go month by month, but life life gets in the way sometimes. We each have our own, you know, this show and Genesis Gems are kind of our first priority, so we we go there first, and then we, if we have time, we record a Metrovania game. Here lately, I've just been swamped with this F fundamentals of engineering exam coming up. I've barely had time to do anything. Yeah. Except for this show and a little well, bit of Mario Maker. You know. Ooh. Which we haven't talked about Mario Maker. I know. Let's, let's, put the, let's cram that in at the end. Cause, okay. Because I've got a lot to say about that. Um, all right. That's it for the manual. Um, I also wanted to say we haven't talked, we haven't touched on this yet. Uh, the music in this game is awesome, oh, baby. Yeah, I it love the music in this game. Yeah, this is some of the best music for the NES, I think. It's another Konami game, so I mean, yeah. you're getting that quality Konami music. Yeah, I, they had to put just so much emphasis on music back when they were making games because all their games just have such good music. Yeah, it's. I mean, this game is just. You know, we talk about. Would you listen to it outside of playing the game? And there's not a lot of games that I would do that, but this is one I would really like. Yeah, it's yeah. just. It's good. It's. It fits the game so well, and it just. It sounds. It's really groovy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to actually look up. Usually, this is one of those games like Mega Man Two or uh, uh, Ninja Turtles is one where I would look up see if people played it on guitar or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet there's some really cool like metal versions of these songs. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, somebody put up on I think it was on our group. Uh, this guy playing the drums with Tetris. Yeah, Chris. There's a guy. Uh, I think his name's Chris. He, he's a drummer, and he mm-hmm. posts every now and then. He'll post a video in our group of him drumming to. He did Contra. <clears throat> he drummed along with Contra, and that was awesome. So. Mm-hmm. I hope hope he does more of that because I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the music's awesome, and I really can't pick out a level that I like the best um, because there's so many that are good. I, you mean the music? Yeah. What did right. I say? No, you said the le- a level. I just meant you mean the music. Yeah, for the, the music levels for the because I didn't make yes. it. I didn't make it super far into this game to know which yeah, level well, I liked. Yeah. But it, they're all good to me. Yeah, I love. It's I love. Good, man. It's good. I love them all pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the graphics? I thought they were good, especially for the the. I think we kind of touched on them a little bit already, but the. I think the character designs were really well done. I think the the sprites, I mean, you, yeah. The sprites yeah, the sprites were done done well. The backgrounds were really good. I like it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's the top tier of NES games, but I would also, but I would also put that caveat in there that this is one of the early ones. So, f- for when it came out, it's really, really, really good. Yeah, I thought the backgrounds were awesome. I mean, we talked, we touched on that a little earlier about the castle, but I thought that the backgrounds were really, really done very well. Yeah, I guess really ultimately, my only gripe with this game. Is the it's frustrating at times, mm-hmm. and it's a little slow. I find it to be a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really my only gripes with the game. Uh, the, the knockback really, really, really gets under my skin, and I think if it didn't have that, then I would. 
then I would like it more. You know, and I, I, I ranted and I raved about how awesome Ninja Gaiden was. Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Gaiden. Gaiden. Uh, and it had knockback. That was frustrating also, but the difference is it was a lot faster. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes the difference for me because uh, you combine that knockback, death, start over mechanic with a slow with, game. With a slow game, and it just really, it just really got under my skin. Um, that's really my only complaint with the game, and that's really the only reason I say it's not in my t- top top tier. You know, because other than that, this game's great. I mean, I really like it. It's just mm-hmm. that that frustrating knockback mechanic and some tricky platforming with the slow moving, the slow pace of the game kind of yeah. kind of bothered, kind of got under my skin a little bit. Right. What else have we not touched on? I think uh, the any of the bosses you want to talk about. I didn't Medusa. make it very far, so yeah. Did you get to Medusa? I did. Medusa yeah. was floating. I like hand. Medusa. It's weird that she's like the only Greek thing in this game, right? Mm-hmm. Is that not weird to you? I mean, everything else is like classic horror monsters, and then you've got Medusa, who is. Yeah, but I feel like she's used a lot for like classic horror horror stuff because she's like the only Greek uh, mythological uh, character that's like grotesque. Yeah, there's a, there's there's a lot of good crossover there. Yeah, uh, the first one's just a big bat, Grandpa from the monsters, and. Uh, then Medusa, and then I didn't get past. I didn't get to the next one. Yeah, but I think I, I watched a video. I think the next one might be mummies. I'm not sure. Maybe, but eventually you you fight the Grim Reaper, and then you fight Dracula. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to watch videos of Dracula. Dracula is um, he starts off in his cloaked version, mm-hmm. and then he turns into like a giant blue monster guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, uh, the angry video game nerd called him the called him the Cookie Monster because he does kind of look like the Cookie Monster. Hmm. So that's that's yeah. funny. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, I think all that's right. really that's really all I have to say about the game itself. I mean, it's like I said, it's it's a really good game. It's just I can't I have trouble putting it in my top top. Oh yeah, me too. And I think if I had, if I would have had the nostalgia glasses, it would be easier to put it in the in the, in the tippy top for me. But yeah. it's just you know, I don't know, dude. Right. So you have any retrofitted trophies? I do. I have a few, not a whole lot. Um, okay. Do you have any? I do, and the first one I just created while we were talking. And you say, hey, this one is, you should see my nene. <laughs> and that is kill ten, ten uh, characters with your whip. Okay. Uh, my first one is, it's the Grim Reaper, dude. And that is, get to the Grim Reaper. That's a, trying to be a Bill and Ted reference there. Oh, okay. Like it, <laughs> like it, like it. Uh, yeah, do you really? I do. Okay. Did you get another one? Uh, yeah. Um, the power of Christ repels you, and that is use the holy water. Or the... Uh-huh. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, Mac the knife. Mine's called Mac the knife, and that is collect the knife ten, ten times. <laughs> I like that. I like that trophy. Okay. Collect the knife ten times. That's Mac the knife. Nice. Um, I, that's, uh, that's all I got. Game one. Okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, I have one more. It's called Zodiac. And that is use the cross to kill ten enemies. Oh, I like get it. I don't even know if you can have ten enemies on the screen at the same time. And that was what you would have to do to you, to kill them all with the cross. But now maybe I don't get I don't get the Zodiac reference. I don't know. He was a serial killer. He used right. symbol, symbolism and stuff. It wasn't a cross, so I don't even know. <laughs> this is just another terrible trophy. I was trying to think of a... a, a, a I was wanting to use a serial killer in combination with one of the uh, 
one of the weapons, and I couldn't. I just couldn't think of one. So okay. in Zodiac, like it? Do you really like it? Or are you just saying? I, I love it. I love it. I do. I love it. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's give this game a rating. You want to? Yeah. Um. We could. Well. We could do a person that's played Dracula. Whoa. Or a vampire. Okay. Mm. All right. I think I, I think I have one. Okay. Uh, and I may be wrong. I'm not looking this up. I'm just trying to do this off of memory. Okay. Uh, Commissioner Gordon as the Dracula in Bram Stoker's Dracula. It, I don't can't remember the guy's name, the actor's name, but he played okay. Commissioner Gordon in the newest Batman movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know his name? No, I don't. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm going with him because he's he's a really really good Dracula, and this is a this is a really really good game. Mm. But I, I don't know if he's would be the best. I don't think he's the top Dracula. I don't think he's number one. I really like the Bam, Bram Stoker Dracula, but I don't think he's number one because I've seen some really good Draculas over the years, and I can't think of any of the other ones, really. But uh-huh. uh, I gotta think did, of that guy's name though. Did uh, I'm gonna go with Bella Lugosi because he was the original Dracula. And is he the one the black and white really yeah, creepy? Yeah, the 1931 yeah. version. Yeah, that, the, that, I, I would go with that one as probably the number one. I really like that one. Uh, the reason I'm going with him is because he was the original, pretty much, and uh, this game is a, an original of sorts for both the Metroidvania and the Castlevania series and the NES period. So, okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Okay. That was that was the guy I was trying to think of. And he, I, like I said, I think he's a really good Dracula, but I like your Dracula better. And I think I like other Castlevania games better. So that's why I'm going with Gary Oldman. How about... We didn't talk about this. Is this game worth it? Is it... So it's going for... Mm-hmm. Eh, I mean, there's some cheap ones for 25 bucks on Amazon, but some of them say they've got some pins missing and stuff. So you're going to have to pay about... 30 to 40 bucks to get a good working copy. Do you think it's Man. worth it? Wow. I don't know. That's pretty, that's tough. It de- I think it it's depends steep. on the person. I think it depends on the person with this one. Yeah. If you, I think if you, you have had, that nostalgia aspect, you're going to have to go with it. Yeah, I think so. If you don't have the nostalgia, it may be better to find a different Castlevania game. How much mm-hmm. is like number three? Because number three is really, really good. We'll talk about it when we get to that game. Castlevania 3 is really, really good. You would have to ask much... about 3, because I um, I looked up 2. Yeah. Well, 2's okay. And 2, two is uh, about 8 bucks. Yeah, people yeah. don't really like... Most people don't really like 2 that much. I'm okay with 2. It's it's way different, but... Uh, 3... Let's see. Hmm. It's about the same price, so about thirty to forty bucks for okay. three. So if you have thirty to forty dollars, in my opinion, and you mm-hmm. choose in between one and three, I would get three. But we yeah. haven't talked about that game yet, so I can't. I can't really do that. That's, that's cheating. Yeah. So I would say no. I would say no. I would say this is not worth thirty dollars. Not to me. Yeah. But it depends on the per- person. Somebody might think it is, and yeah. I think that if somebody says it is, I would say okay, that's fair because. It could be worth that much. Yeah, I mean, it depends too. I think if you had thirty bucks, and all, like if your if your funds were limited, I wouldn't spend thirty bucks on it. But if you had, if you like made good money or whatever, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's that's, that's a, yeah. I mean, if if you got thirty dollars to spend and that's all you have to spend on NES games, you can buy a lot better, yeah, more than one and a lot better NES games, right. But if you've got a ton of NES games already, you're just thinking, eh, maybe I need some Castlevania also, then yeah, it's probably worth 30 bucks. Yeah. Right. So, we don't have any feedback at the show because this is kind of on a whim. Yeah. I really hate that we miss feedback for such a big game, though, Castlevania. 
Right. It's a shame. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, do an addendum in our next episode or something. Yeah, we could probably do that. We could add once a little, we re- little addendum to the end. Yeah, once we release the episode we'll, we'll and people start talking about it, we'll, we'll say that. Hey, did I... Actually, we may have two voicemails. Have we heard... Have we heard from uh, Have we heard from Dude Jay on the show in a while? No. We we'll have a voicemail so. from him. Actually, sweet. All right, you ready? Yep. Wait a minute. <laughs> not loud enough. You can barely hear it. Yeah, it's not loud enough. Hang on. Dude, it is Dude Jorgensen. Dude Jay. Dude, fish lips, Jay. I don't know what you guys call me. I know you keep saying that I'm mysteriously silent. Uh, there's three reasons for that. Uh, the first one is most of the time I have no idea which games you are playing, and that is because a I'm pretty pretty bad at figuring out which music goes to which game at the end of episodes. Uh, b because I can never find the Facebook post in time to leave any good comments and see because most of the games you play I don't know anything about so that's why I'm usually uh, not calling in uh, as for your next episode I'm hoping it's your next episode though, your crossover with the great turtle dudes um, I liked Turtles 2. It wasn't a terrible game. It wasn't no Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project. But, you know, two beasts. Uh, as for, you know, the, uh, the Turtle Flakes guys, um, looking forward to your next episode because I love your show. And uh, you might be a little bit too hard on the next mutation. Just saying. Okay, so maybe mm-hmm. we should have played that on the Turtles episode. We'll play it again. But, but let me just, can I, real quick, I'm going to want to knock Jay just a little bit here. Um, okay. I, I'm pretty sure he started off the conversation saying one of two reasons, and then he went ABC. So his, his, outline, <laughs> his, his outline is really hard for me to follow. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. I had trouble, I had trouble following his outline a little bit. Uh, we got one more call. All right. Hello dudes, this is Ivan calling. I wanted to let you guys know how much I enjoy the show, and thank you for the time and effort you put in to make it happen. I also wanted to compliment you on the show's clever homage to Carl, the frequent breaks you take from show content to let out a tangent you just couldn't for the life of you hold in. Just busting your chops. I enjoyed the tangents, enjoy the show very much. Keep up the good work. To let out a tangent you just couldn't hold in. I like that. I like the Ivan's voicemail, and it's only sweeter that this is probably the game we requested. Yeah, maybe, hopefully. Yeah. I, all right, that's it. That's all the voicemails. It's good to hear from Jay, and uh, good to hear from Ivan, first-time caller, I think. So, yeah. Call more. It's good. Like it. All right. Is that pretty much it? I think that's it. You want to talk about Mario Maker for a little bit? Getting new levels that uh, are unbeatable. Boy, boy, do I! I don't have any unbeatable levels. Uh, mainly because Mason and Dude Sean are really good at this game. Oh yeah. So they, those two have definitely beat all my levels. There's some other people that have beat most of my levels, but there's a couple that only. I th- there's a couple that I think only Dude Sean and Mason have beat. Mason, Cram- Mason Kramer. So yeah. I'm pretty proud of those. Um, I made a. I'm, I'm. I'm actually learning a lot as I play this game. Like a lot of uh, how like bouncing off things works, and like bouncing off things and going through holes and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool. Make me jelly. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I will. I will compliment a couple of people on some of the levels that they've been making. Real quick, um, Eric Esping, out there. He's made some really, really awesome. <laughs> Automatic levels, I guess mm-hmm. you call them, where all you you don't press anything, you just watch Mario go through the level. He like bounces off things, and he just completes the level by himself. It's, those are really <laughs> cool. He, so he's done he's done a couple of those. They're really awesome. Yeah. Uh, let me think. 
Dude Sean's got some really good levels. I like his levels. He, he's some of his are kind of tricky using using the P block to change the layout of the level. Of course Mason, but they're impossible. I have to I have to block out way too much time to try to play his levels. <laughs> <clears throat> he actually just he actually just released one called uh, I think it's called Breakfast Kaizo or something like that. Um, it's as of us recording right now, it's not been beaten by anybody but him, and there's like. 10,000 deaths on it or something like that. Wow. It's, wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's ridiculous. I, I started it up and tried to play it, but I couldn't make it past like the first screen. So I just, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be, I mean, I beat, I beat a cup, two or three of his levels. Um, mm-hmm. they usually take me a while to beat, <clears throat> but, but that breakfast Kaizo is, I don't stand a chance. So I'm not, I'm probably not even going to try it, but it's pretty what is, crazy. That's an interesting name. Breakfast Kaizo. Uh, Kaizo has something to do with just a really hard Mario level. I don't know what it. I think it's Mario levels that are. <coughs> Sorry. J- that are just a holes. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what Kaizo means, but mm. I know, I'm assuming it means really hard or something. Yeah. Somebody fill us fill us in on what Kaizo means. Call in. Let us know. Yeah. But yeah, Mario Maker is still going strong. There's still a lot of good... There's so many levels out there. I think they said there's 7 million levels made or something ridiculous like that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I, there's no way to find them all. But if you want to find the good ones, the best ones, the ones that you really want to play, you need to come to our group. It's called mm-hmm. Mario Maker. It's called Mario Maker. And it's actually called Mario Maker Nintendo Quest slash Two Dudes in a Nest because we... Tried to pull both communities together a little mm-hmm. bit between the mm-hmm. Nintendo Quest guys and us. That way, we get we don't have to have competing Mario Maker groups. You know, we can right, right pool our, pool our resources, have some of the same people in both. So. All right, that's all I got. Right. Sounds we good. Can, if I keep playing, if Mario Maker keeps going strong, I'll keep playing levels and I'll try to write down some of the ones. I didn't do a very good job of writing down levels I played or people that I played levels from, but. Yeah. Well, you've I'll got a lot on your plate right now. Yeah. All right. Well, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. Join the Facebook group. Join the conversation. Join the game that Clayton has been so great at making, creating, and uh, always find us on our website. You can find twodudesinanest.com nestdudes.com and nintendudes.com and you can always call us like dude Jay and Ivan did at 775-773-8761 or 775-7-RETRO-1 Do people even know how to use the alphanumerics anymore? I feel like you don't hear them on TV very much. No. I don't, uh, you know, I'm going to pull up my phone here, pull up a little iPhone and see if I go to keypad. The alphanumerics are on there. Okay. But how many people actually dial numbers anymore? Because, I mean, like, <clears throat> pretty much 99% of the people that I call, I mean, they're saved in my phone as a That's name. true. That's true. It's like I never dial a number anymore. So with that being said, program this number in your phone. Yeah, just so you, all you gotta do is hit two dudes. This number right here. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully, I didn't give away any personal information when I did that. Just your social <laughs> security, but that's okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Here well, comes some music for the next show. <laughs> I wonder what it is. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about this. Maybe it won't be Ninja Turtles, but. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. All right.